Jones, 30, 35, 40, east of midfield, and they'll never catch The Show Me Your News Network proudly presents Down the Sidelines. And now, representing the Michigan Wolverines and the West Virginia Mountaineers, you may know them as Yoko and I'm a Beast, it's Peter Stasia and Joel Orndorff. All right, it's Down the Sidelines, and we're back with another prediction episode. The NFL preseason came to a close at the end of last week, and with games already starting on Thursday, and then, you know, Sunday is the big week one, thought we'd give you our predictions for the year. I am Peter. And I'm Joel. All right, so we're here, and we're about to break down all of the different divisions, you know, give you our predictions for seedings for the playoffs, things like coach of the year, offensive rookie of the year, MVP or Super Bowl matchup, and the craziest one of all, predicting the Super Bowl MVP before the season even start, starts. You know, Joel, why do we do this? Oh, well, you know, we, we do this to basically look back and see what we got wrong, what we got right, and then just shake our heads at ourselves later. Shaking our heads at ourselves kind of at things like how I thought the Philadelphia Eagles would win the... NFC East last year. Well, mm. I mean, at least they got a new coach out of it. It did get a new coach. <laughs> it did lead to me cursing the team and for you know forbidding myself to pick them. Those are some fun times. I mean, they, they became a, a as the year went on. You know, they became a team we could kind of count on to lose. It's true. Yeah. They were pretty resplendently awful yeah and in, in some ways it helps you know especially when you're picking games that's true when you pick games against the spread you're like ah that team's terrible they can't do that well we're gonna start with the nfc north as we break down your know, division by division not only looking at each team but looking at the divisions as a whole you know looking at you know which things stand out to us you know which teams are in trouble which team might you know be breaking out certain things like this and this division, the NFC North, is important to me. I live in Michigan. Uh, I attended the University of Michigan. So uh, the Lions are the hometown team here. So I guess I could say I'm a little familiar with the NFC North. But, Joel, why don't you start here? You know, what's what catches your eye in this division? Um, well, I mean, you know, usually we can uh, at least, you know, going back until, you know, the, Green, the Packers last won the Super Bowl, you usually can count on them to at least make it out of this division, if not win it. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, recently, you know, the past couple of times, they've been winning in the division. Um, and, I, you know, at least with their team, I think it all starts with their quarterback play. I mean, generally, he puts up the best numbers every single year. <laughs> Aaron so, Rodgers has turned himself into one of the best yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. fantasy people love him. Um and you know they 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 passed the ball a lot and a lot at one point it was kind of because they just didn't really have a running back um, that they could rely on so you know those receivers got more attention um, you know you you got Detroit who um, they've made strides um, I think compared to what they used to do with their drafts and everything um, I, I think that it's definitely improved they're definitely going in the right direction they're trying to build defense there um, you know they have. You know, probably one of the, who probably will eventually be one of the greatest receivers that we've ever seen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy had a what, receiving record season, and he didn't even have that many touchdowns. 
Like, that's true. That was yeah. was the fault of the Lions last year. Kellen but I mean, he had, he had five yeah, touchdowns. He had tons of yards. Um, and then you go and you look at uh, the Bears. A um, little bit different than what we're used to. I think that they're you know rebuilding that defense again because they they build up such a great defense there. And usually it was special teams, you know, especially in the return game. <laughs> if you go back a few years, um, that you know you always saw from them, and uh, you know they love that those winter games in Chicago. You know, I'd say probably places like Chicago and and uh, you know where the Packers are, two places you didn't really want to play in the winter time. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely a different look from them this year, uh, you know, watching a few preseason games. And then uh, the Vikings, they've got, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson, another uh, fantasy favorite. Um, and it's all about can they get the quarterback play that they need there to be successful. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah, let, me look, let me look at these things here. Uh, you know, Green Bay, you did mention, you know, the lack of running game has mm-hmm. been... There they do have Eddie Lacy now this year yeah. from Alabama that yeah. could help them there. Well, I question monster. I question the defense a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know you lose Charles Woodson, he goes to Oakland to finish out his career, which is kind of a questionable move. But you know they are not a strong unit to begin with, and so I think they might be exposed a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're absolutely right. Minnesota does come down to the play of Christian Ponder, uh, their quarterback. I don't know if AP Adrian Peterson repeats the prolific year he had last year, uh, but that certainly was very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Bears, who came in third in the division yeah. last year, um, kind of weird that Jay Cutler is one of their more successful quarterbacks mm-hmm. in recent memory. But he keeps going. They gotta you know get the connection more shirt up with Brandon Marshall. Uh, defense missing Brian Urlacher. Brian Urlacher yep. retired. Mm-hmm. Now an analyst on the new Fox Sports One channel, uh, and you know I think they have you know John Bostic who's trying to take that place. But you know they'll be looking for some support there. And you're right, Detroit. I think has made some strides. They lost eight in a row at the end of last year. That was just a, a broken, dismantled team. They just they couldn't score touchdowns. They get in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Well, now they hurt. well they don't have a running game either, and yeah. so now they have Reggie Bush coming out of the backfield. You know, not necessarily trying to you know carry the ball, but you know more S- options for Matt yeah, Stafford. Screen passes, yeah, definitely. Yep, swing passes, and that kind of deal. And you know the defensive line is you know getting back to the form that it was a couple years ago. However, their first round pick Ziggy Ansah, the number five overall pick, uh, is being sat out for about the past couple weeks with a probable concussion. And those are not good, especially for you know a new player that was going to be a starter. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the concern, at least locally, at the moment. Now, for each division here, we're gonna you know pick our winners of the division. Uh, we you know we'll save if any wild cards make it for you know we when we pick our playoff seedings. But we've done these picks separate of each other, so we do not know what we will pick until we. Reveal that, and I will say that the Chicago Bears win the NFC North. Oh, nice! I think the Packers, you know, while they can be led by Aaron Rodgers, you know, they're missing Greg Jennings, who went over to division rival Minnesota. Mm-hmm. When your top receiver is probably going to be Randall Cobb, you know, I think you know Rodgers can make you know good 
weapons out of those receivers. But you know, if the running back situation doesn't you know pan out, and you're gonna just have you know them try to lock down the passing game, that's gonna struggle in that defense. I don't know if I trust that defense. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, I think they had a fluky up year last year. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily see them repeat. And well, I mean, I can, you know, I guess, give a prediction for wins and losses for the local team. I'm not going to do that for every team. Yeah. I think the Lions are going to go seven and nine. Hmm. Um, they had some close games last year, which they lost. They're, I don't think they're a four-win team, though. They have been healthy, knock on wood, throughout preseason. And if that starts to falter, then they could easily slip to that terrible team. But I don't think they're, you know, even good enough to win the division so I'll yeah seven and nine but I have, I have the bears i think you know the offense kind of starts to put something together and you know the defense is solid enough probably one of the best units in the division so i'll take the bears yeah um i also have the bears mm. um and i i think it's all about the team that does have the best defense in, the, in that division i think it's them um just uh, I, I mean, you know, the next best defense is probably Minnesota's. Um, but then, then again, I I don't necessarily think who they have at quarterback is going to be their quarterback for you know maybe the rest of the year, but maybe not after that. Christian Ponta um, can do short passes and all that, but he can't throw. I just I don't yeah I don't think he's that. really the answer. And you know, go ahead, have a really good year. Prove me wrong. That'd be cool. Mm. You know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think as far as, you know, Green Bay definitely has the most talented quarterback, um, you know, of everyone in the division. But I don't I don't think he has enough around him this year to score enough points to win enough games mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're, they're, they're people are, yeah, people are going to score a lot of points against them. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think Chicago has you know, a balanced enough offensive attack and um, a good, you know, pretty much the best defense in the division. I think that they're going to take it. Now, what about the NFC South here? Atlanta, you had the number one seed last year, and then Carolina came on hot, won their last four games. Mm-hmm. I'm sure much to the dismay of a lot of people there. When you have that bad of a season <laughs> and then you have a winning streak at the end, like, why? You need to choke so you get the Really good draft pick. <laughs> uh, this was also the year that New Orleans was struggling from the effects of the Bounty Gate, mm-hmm. and then also Tampa Bay really, you know, did not live up to expectations this year. Uh, Tampa Bay, I don't think will be much better, but when you get Darrell Revis, that can you know help a defense. Oh yeah, sure. Um, but this is the make or break year for Josh Freeman. I think he's coming into contract year, and he has not proven himself to be. You know, that franchise quarterback they were hoping he would be after his first couple of years. So it's an important year for him. Uh, I think New Orleans is going to bounce back this year. I think they'll, you know, be playing better. Um, you know, but at the same time, I don't think it'll, you know, make a difference in the long run because that defense is dreadful. <laughs> and I mean, dreadful. Yeah. So you probably might see around the same kind of seven and nine record for them as a result of that uh carolina as uh, it's an it's an iffy team i mean i don't really watch too many of their games to be honest you know cam newton can be special one day but who does he have around him 
Mm-hmm. You know, the running backs are getting a little older. Steve Smith is ancient on the wide receiver. Yeah. Or he can, can still be fast, but you know, I don't know if Cam Newton has many offensive weapons to help him. And then the defense is probably middle of the road at best. So, yeah. so Atlanta, you got to like what they've done. Granted, you know, they've had some losses on defense as well. But with these wide receivers in Roddy White and Julio Jones, and now you upgrade, I don't know if it's really an upgrade, but take you know, Michael Turner and go to Steven Jackson, who's hungry and wants to win. And you know, Matt Ryan just got just got paid. Um, mm. I don't think it's much of suspense. I really like Atlanta in this division. I don't think they'll be, you know, repeating a number one seat again, but you know, this could be a division that they easily handle, I think. What about what do you think? Um, I, you know, I, de- yeah, I definitely think that New Orleans is going to have a better year. Um, you know, might n- not necessarily be good enough to win their division, but, um, definitely going to like, they'll separate themselves from Carolina and Tampa Bay, mm. I think in the division, um, Atlanta, uh, again, one of those teams who, I mean, I, last year, they had some like the to- toughest road games, and they'd go out and win them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, really, really impressive. Really disappointing ending for them, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, they definitely earned the one seed last year, and I really don't like, at least from what I've seen in the off season of what the other teams are doing in their division. I don't see how, you know, the other teams can catch up to them to that point where they are. Um, and I honestly, I think for that reason is why, like, I see Atlanta getting like, you know, again, probably getting really, really good seating mm-hmm. in the playoffs because I think that they are, you know, just that much better than the teams in their division. Um, and I, I mean, I can't really say much on Carolina and Tampa Bay because honestly, they haven't done much in the off season to, to tell me, you know, oh, we're going to make a change. We're going to have a better year. Mm-hmm. So, I've got Atlanta. Okay. Uh, the NFC East. You had Washington win the division last year, then the Giants, the Cowboys, and those Philadelphia Eagles. Where do you stand on this one, Joel? Um, well, this is one of those things where if if Robert Griffin III stays healthy the whole year, then I think they're the best team in the division. Um, because he really does make that much of a difference. I mean, you just go back to look at the playoff game that he got hurt in last year. Mm-hmm. That game was completely different from when he got hurt and then when when he was playing. Um, I, I, so I'm going to be hopeful and say, yeah, hopefully he doesn't get hurt all you know all the way. And um, but without him, they're you know they're I don't think they're the best team. At all, um, and you know Philadelphia definitely a rebuilding year for them. I don't think there's going to be any surprises there. Um, you know he, he, the coach will work with what he's got, but I don't think it's what he wants. And it's going to take him a while to get the players that he wants to run that system of, especially you know the system of offense that he wants to run. Um, the Giants. Um, you know, you could almost say, you know, they kind of look like the most balanced team offensive and defensively in the league or in, in this division. And um, 
but I actually like Dallas more than them this year. Um, and I don't really know why. <laughs> I just, I, for some reason, I'm thinking, okay, it's been like a while. I think Dallas should definitely be to the point where they're getting back to the playoffs again. Um, but again, I, like I said, I'm going to be hopeful and say Washington's quarterback stays healthy the whole year and that they win the division. I kind of want the same line of thinking. You're absolutely right that without Robert Griffin III, Washington mm-hmm. is not the same team. But I think with you know all the hype and whatnot and all the rehabilitation, I think he'll be fine. So I've got Washington winning as well. Um, as far as the other teams in the division, you know, I think the Giants and the da- and the Cowboys will be good, but I think this is going to be I think the tightest division mm-hmm. throughout the year. Yeah, I think Philadelphia is going to be a lot better than people give credit for. Hmm. Uh, I think the NFL isn't necessarily ready for Chip Kelly's style of offense, and that might take them by surprise, especially the speed. Yeah, it might be hindered he, by... He's got some play... I mean, he definitely has people with speed there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that, you know, it's a little different than what he... Like, the particular skill sets that he wants is what I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, and he might even, might even be hindered by the referees who want to possibly slow down the clock by, you know, the ball placement and all that. Um, but I think that'll surprise some teams, and I think mm-hmm. Philadelphia does... Better than most people expect. So I think it's a really close division. But when you have the defense that Washington has and the emphasis on the run game, you know, those are things that generally win in the National Football League. Yeah. So assuming that RG3 does stay healthy, which I think likewise that he'll do, uh, I'll go three for three and matching on you. I have Washington winning the NFC East. Right. Out in the West... For the NFC, you have the 49ers, who were in first last year, followed by the Seattle Seahawks. St. Louis Rams, you know, surprise some teams. You know, the 49ers didn't beat the Rams last year <laughs> with a loss and a tie. And then the Arizona Cardinals, bringing up the rear last year. Uh, what do I think about this one? No, I don't, I'm not buying what everyone's saying about the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I know people are saying, like, you know, it might be the most improved team. You got some players talking smack on Twitter. Yeah, it's nice that, you know, Patrick Peterson, you're trying to make him do other things, but I kind of worry that that might be spreading him a bit too thin. He's a very talented player. Uh, I wish that the Lions had drafted Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Because, you know, problems or not, he's got skills, and that's going to be a pretty interesting secondary to watch. This year, but the quarterback situation, I mean, Carson Palmer has been struggling the past couple teams he's been with. Isn't he with Arizona now? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I mean, I was re- watching some sort of preview, and I think that they were just mostly sad for Larry Fitzgerald and his career. Mm-hmm. Because so many of these last few years have just been wasted. Yeah. And that's that's really just sad. I mean, it was kind of like his pinnacle was that year that they got to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, Sam Bradford's got to have a better year in St. Louis. He's you know one of the last that has the big money from the old contract scheme. And he hasn't really lived up to it yet. Uh, I think the Rams are definitely better this year. Um, yeah, it helps that they 
You know, I like the signing of Jake Long at left tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan man, kind of little bias there, but you have you know some new offensive weapons on the outside, and a, a pretty solid defense. I think a 500 is reasonable for this yeah. team uh, this year. Now, it's, it's, I think it's going to come down to San Francisco versus Seattle. Uh, I think that's you know not straying away from the pack too much, mm-hmm. but. I still like San Francisco to win the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you know Kaepernick has a good year. Not going to go the Ron Jaworski route and say Colin Kaepernick has the potential to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. <laughs> but I think he has a good year. The defense is going to stay solid, and you know they they do have you know some issues with the wide receiver core, with you know Crabtree hurt. But if Kaepernick can be that one-man show where the quarterback, you know, takes advantage and you know owns that team, I mean, he only started a handful of games last year mm-hmm. with an off-season, and you know, to make that team his own, I think that helps the 49ers. Um, you know, Seattle does also have a really good defense as well, but I can see Russell Wilson having a more of a chance of a down year than mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. So I'll take the Niners. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's funny because just like a few years back, didn't we used to joke about how this, I mean, everyone would, how this was like the worst division in the NFL? Yeah. yeah and, and it was. And right now, I mean, if Arizona is actually going to be good this year, this is clearly the best division in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this division in itself makes the NFC far much better than the oh, AFC. The NFC overall. is stacked overall. Yeah. Right um, but, I mean, and, again, it's a shame that, like, you know, San Francisco and Seattle are both in that division because if they weren't, I think St. Louis would have a chance of making the playoffs. They could. Um, but, you know, it it's hard to not – it's hard to think that both of those teams won't, make, you know, make it into the playoffs. Um it's just that, uh, you know, we we get to see him go head to head, which is always well, I fun. Mean, it's not impossible. No, I don't think it is. It's just that, you know, if if you look at how well they were playing at the end of the year last year, and then, I mean, I know preseason games don't really mean much, but Seattle has just absolutely been killing people in some of these preseason games. And, um, like, when the first teamers were out there, uh, they they went up against Denver and like it wasn't even close. Mm. And I and again preseason is different, but it's very different. Well, I, yeah, I was focusing on those for, you know those first you know couple series where the starters were out there. And I mean, you know Peyton Manning is one of the best in the game, and he just looked he could not figure out what defense they were running or where anybody was. Um, and I I think that that's where it starts. I think it's all about it's always about defense, really. And I think that, you know, San Francisco and Seattle definitely have the two best defenses in that division. Um, I give maybe a slight nod to San Francisco because I kind of like their linebacker play a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I like Seattle's defensive front better because I think their defensive front is probably maybe maybe the first or second best in the league. Um uh, I'm giving actually the slight nod to Seattle this year mm. in this division. 
And I think it's going to come down to... Um, I, th- I think it's going to come down to quarterback play eventually. And while I really do like... I really, really like him. I loved him in college. I love to watch him out at Nevada. Colin Kaepernick, Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, um, for some reason, I think that Russell Wilson, you know, at this point in time is, you know, more of a leader, more in control of that, his team. Um, because I think that, you know, last year, um, while there were a few games that, um, Colin won, he had a much better defense to rely on in those games. And um, so I, I think maybe last because of last year that we'll see a better Russell Wilson this year. And so I just a slight nod, like I'm talking it's going to come down to them playing head-to-head in like one game mm. kind of thing. Yeah, it, those games are definitely going to be fun to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. So last year in the NFC playoffs, you had the seeding from one through six of Atlanta, San Francisco. Uh, Then you had the Green Bay Packers, Washington Redskins, Seattle Seahawks, and Minnesota Vikings. Mm -hmm. So this year, uh, we know we have our division winners. You know, we just said I have a, I have Chicago, Atlanta, Washington, and San Francisco. And Joel has Chicago, Atlanta, Washington, and Seattle. We only differ in the NFC West. So my one through six for the NFC, I have San Francisco, Atlanta, Washington, and Chicago. That order for the division winners. Then I have the Seattle Seahawks. And one of my surprise teams making the wild card, I'll have the Philadelphia Eagles. I know. I'm going back to the well. I'm not having them winning the division, but I think they make enough of a difference, enough of a splash uh, in the NFL for that that team to do well enough to make a wild card. All right. Um, let's see. Where is mine? Okay. I have, as my division winners, I have Seattle, Atlanta, Washington, and Chicago. And... Then for my fifth seed, I have San Francisco. And then for my last seed, where is it? I didn't put it down. Oops. Um, I have. Do, 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 do. Well, I'll, just, I'll just point out. The Dallas I, Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> I was, was going to point out that it's pretty similar what you and I it have. I mean, really cool. Seattle and San Francisco are just swapped. And you know what? If it wasn't for the fact that St. Louis was in that division with those two teams, who I think are both going to have pretty good records, they would definitely be <laughs> in the playoffs. Well, I mean, you know, in the AFC North, you did have three teams. Now, did there was one year where you had three teams from one division? It's just really tough. It is I really think. tough. Yeah. Um, it, and it's a shame that they're in that division, but. Who knows? Very, very interesting. Well, let's move on to, speaking of that division, the AFC North. You had Baltimore winning last year and actually technically tied with Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Then the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Now, Pittsburgh is your team, correct? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been to a few Steeler games in my time. 
the the local team near the West Virginia area. Yep. So why don't you give us a, a start on this one? Where do you see this division going? All right. Well, um, for this division, um, it's inter- interesting because everywhere you look, like, and and you know, I've been you know, I usually follow the teams in this division over the off season to try and and decide, you know. Do the Steelers have even a shot this year, or, or you know what's going on? And so you, you had the Ravens, you know, winning the Super Bowl, which, you know, going into the playoffs, probably not many people predicted. Um, they probably predicted, you know, except last year when I had <laughs> the 49ers beating the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, and then that that kind of just the whole. I'm sure flip a few thing. people like had them had them getting there, but. Many people had um, the coach's brother's team winning right, in the Super Bowl, right. um, and and quite an interesting Super Bowl it was. <laughs> yes, with blackouts and all, and then Ray Lewis, and then the saying, comeback. <laughs> Holy cow! Ray Lewis is saying there was a conspiracy afoot. Yes, you can't flip flip the light switch off without a team flipping its light switch off. Um, so. You know, at least from what I've seen um, in the off season, uh, Cincinnati definitely jumps out to me because um, they've got a lot of talent. All of a sudden, <laughs> um, they're really building something there, and um, I think they're going to win the division. Uh, I'm just going to come out and go ahead and say that because I, I'm not. It's not Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tony. They're, they're st- yeah, they're still not there yet, you know. Um, um, but they got Barkevius Mingo. <laughs> the best name, you know. Um, uh, let's see. Um, and, you know, I think that uh, it's another division where um, probably going to be lots of teams beating up on each other. Because that's just kind of how that division works. Usually you don't have one team who has, like, a much better record than the others. Even the Browns, I mean, you know, they get in there and they get some wins. They might not get many wins out of their division, but they get in there and somehow scrape out a few wins in division. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, being like, being like that, um, I just think that it's about the team that kind of has the most talent. I, and I definitely think that that is... Cincinnati this year. How do you think your Steelers do? Um, so what's a win loss for them? I think they definitely do better than last year um, because it usually seems like every year that they have a down year. Maybe it seems like every year that they don't make the playoffs, they make the playoffs next year. Hmm. Um, so. Mm, I'm gonna say they're gonna be like right there on the edge of um, maybe getting a wild card. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Put a number on it. What do they do? Oh, um, whatever that takes, I guess. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even remember like how many wins it would take them to get one. But um, with the AFC this year, it might not take much. Yeah. Um. I don't know, eight or nine wins, maybe. 
Stick to one. You gotta stick to one to see how you can do it. Nine. Let's go. Doing nine and seven. Positive. Yeah. All right. Pittsburgh's going nine and seven. See, I think Pittsburgh's getting a little old, a little long in the tooth. Mm -hmm. I know you know the new additions on defense. Jarvis Jones from Georgia that helps, but. Paul and all those getting up there in years. I don't know how much longer Ben Roethlisberger can keep running around and making plays. Mm-hmm. And that's eh, a shame what happened with Le'Veon Bell. I mean, those yeah. those injuries with what ridiculous. Not, like, not too good. I mean, that's what yeah. um, Maurice Jones-Drew had, and it's taken him a while to come back from that. So uh, I would say probably like an 8-8 eight and eight year. Because with that defense, they'll win – you know, a fair number of games, but yeah. I don't know about them making the playoffs. I, too, have the Cincinnati Bengals winning the division. Uh, their defensive has been rather impressive. You have Geno Atkins there in the middle. And A.J. Green might be the next best wide receiver in the league behind Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Andy Dalton, you have a, a better year from him. And, yeah, I mean, you look at the talent, I think the Ravens just got too fleeced. From the Super Bowl, and it, it happens. You know, you have those players, you know, make the names for themselves, and then other teams are going to want to pick them up in free agency. Definitely. Um, I think you still have a consistency with a generally good scheme in Baltimore, and you know, Joe Flacco with that cash money, and you know Ray <laughs> Rice in the backfield. But I think overall, Cincinnati. I think you're right. I think they're going to make a stand this year. I've got them winning. Yeah, the AFC I mean, North and it, Cleveland. It, yeah, I'm sorry, Cleveland. Oof. Brandon Whedon played pretty well in preseason, but when you're talking about the competition in your division, that's key. No, I mean, hey, thing about Cleveland, they definitely fit the mold of the rest of the teams in that division. Um, you know, they play really hard. It's just that they really haven't got the talent there on that mm-hmm. team yet that they need. I, it could definitely happen. They just need to get, you know, they need to draft well. They need to, you know go make trades for players and stuff. They just need to get more talent around because it seems like every time they get a quarterback who could be, you know, decent, they just don't have the talent around him. They need to get passing threats. Yeah. That's the thing for their offense. I mean, I think Trent Richardson might get a little worn down this year. Just Mm -hmm. using him consistently. So, yeah, we both have the Bengals. That's interesting. Uh, The AFC South with the Texans getting the division last year. Indianapolis surprising everyone, going from 2-14 and to that, I believe it was an 11-5 year. Then mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans and Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the Jaguars are a team that, gosh, if you threw like, like the four worst teams in the NFL, I think they'd all be in the AFC. Yeah. And so Jacksonville's one of those teams. They're not going anywhere. I think if any team is most in danger of going to Los Angeles, it would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Because at, they, at least they got their running back back. They do have Maurice Jones Drew back. We do have him on our fantasy football team with my brother and I. <laughs> uh, I think be... he'll get. He'll definitely if he's healthy. I mean, when he's healthy, he's really good. It's going to be a questionable year for them, though. I mean, this is a team where they have <laughs> just, the red just zone. Just get him yards. Just get this him is a yards. Team where they have the red zone on the channel in their you know their stadium, so fans can watch. The Red Zone channel in their stadium as opposed to the product on the field. Like, that's <sighs> awful. That's so bad. Tennessee Titans are not much better either. Um, you know, they're going to be waiting for Jake Locker to come around, and I don't know if that's going to happen. 
Chris Johnson's got to do better than he's done in the past couple of years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But overall, uh, you know, not much better. I think Indianapolis regresses a little bit this year. I don't think they go eleven and five because there are a lot of games that seem to go their way, and plus you're playing off the motivation of, you know, Chuck Pagano and with the the chemotherapy and the cancer and all that, which is unfortunately in remission. Then you had Bruce Arian step in, who was a good offensive coordinator. And I don't know if that talent really translated as head coach. We'll find out since he's now in Arizona. Yeah. Um, I just don't think, as much as I do like the Indianapolis Colts overall as a team, and just you know as a fan in general, I don't think they do as well this year. Houston seems like the easy choice, but I got to go with them. I think J.J. Watt has another monster year. And I don't know if Arian Foster necessarily stays healthy, but Matt Schaub's going to do enough to get the job done and get the wins, and that defense is going to make enough plays. Yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah. Uh, the uh, I think Tennessee, you know, does all right this year. Um, Jacksonville, I just, I don't know. I, 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 feel, I think a lot of people have the feeling it's soon to be, like, you know, Las Vegas or... They're or dreadful. Las, Las, They're so bad. I mean, Los Angeles uh, Jaguars. Yeah. Something like that. Um, which sounds really weird. <laughs> the Los Angeles Cougars. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then, um, you know, I like Indianapolis. Um, I, I think that... Uh, you know they've got a qu- a quarterback there who, there. I mean, there's a reason that a lot of teams, you know, thought he was going to be a good prospect. Um, he's definitely he seems to be better at reading defenses than um, a lot of guys that you know kind of just get thrown into that starting right away when they're Only there. The offensive weapon talent, though. Oh yeah, he just doesn't really have as much around him. Um, but he, you know, he doesn't really make as many mistakes. At least not so far. I think he he will he's still learning. Um, but you know it was definitely impressive what they did last year. I I mean you can't really discount that. Um, and uh, it's just in that division, you know, Houston's kind of head over heels better than everyone else. Um, last year, um, you know, everyone wanted to talk about their offensive weapons because they've got a lot there. Um, but it, it was their defense that I, I mean, I feel like they were maybe leading the league in turnovers, and um, just a very solid unit. Um, JJ Watt, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know you've got you've got a lot of playmakers on that offense. Um, and I think in that division, you know they finally got to the point where. <laughs> they don't have to deal with Peyton Manning all the time. <laughs> right. Um, that, you know, after that, after he left, I think it was kind of like take control of that division. Breathing I, I think, a sigh of I, relief. I they hold, yeah. yeah, I think they hold on to that control. Um, and I think because of that, they're going to have a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think about the AFC East with the Patriots, Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills? Well, everyone's giving the Dolphins a lot of love. It seems like if you if you look all over the news, um, 
And then everybody wants to talk about how the Jets have just, just God only knows what's going to happen to them. Um, you know, it, you know, it, or who their coach might be next year after what, you know, what looks like it's going to be a bad year. I don't know. Them. Woody Johnson does really like Rex Ryan as coach. <laughs> well, owners have done stranger things. I mean, you know what else? Uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then Buffalo, you know, is there, have they made a decision about their quarterback? Is he coming back? Or? What's the guy's name? They're going to be the first team ever to start an undrafted quarterback as their week one starter. Oh, so, okay. Bad news about the quarterback then. Yeah. Um, God, I can't, is his name Yule? I'm going to look this up. Yule Log? That is uh, Yule. Uh, I'll have it for you in less than a minute here. Okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, situations in New York, and, and well, in New York, in Buffalo, um, just not looking very good. So, you know, I, I think that definitely opens up things for Miami in their division um and you know I think that they I think they can compete with New England because New England um you know it's still it's all about the offense so it's all about what they're doing on offense because um I still don't think they got the personnel defensively in the offseason to change that much there Mm -hmm. um and their defense is just sometimes looks awful (laughs) Yeah. Um and it's it's a shame for them because, you know, they have a really good offense when it's clicking. Uh it's some it's sometimes like it's impossible to stop. Um so uh I still like New England in this division. Um I don't think you know, I think Miami's kinda working their way up to being a better overall team. But I, I don't think um I feel like the Mike Wallace thing's getting really overhyped. Um, you I know, agree. I, I I think that you know he's he's you know he played in Pittsburgh for a while. He's definitely he's a really good receiver, and um, he's really fast. I mean, he tends to get behind defenses, um, and people don't even notice sometimes. Um, but I I don't necessarily think that. Um, I, I think that what was what was convenient for him is that they had other weapons. Um, if you just put a lot of focus on him and they double team and, and stuff, then you know the other guys got to get open, and that's where I'm not sure that they. I th- I don't think they have um, enough guys to compliment him so far. Um, but that's why I think maybe next year they could maybe take to the division. So just not yet this year. Mm-hmm. The Bills quarterback, by the way, is a man by the name of Jeff Tool. Oh. T U E L. And they're waiting for EJ Manuel from you know, rookie from Florida State to get healthy, but you know he got banged up a little bit. Then they had Matt Leinart come out of wherever the hell he was <laughs> and try a game in preseason. Then they cut him and they traded for Thaddeus Lewis, and that's looking to be a backup situation. So undrafted Jeff Tool for the Buffalo Bills, and they're a terrible team. Yeah. They're another one of that's just a really bad situation, just like the New York Jets. 
Really bad situation going on there. Um, Speaking of Trojan QB. Yeah. (laughs) The butt fumble, you mean? (laughs) Gosh, that never gets old. Oh, butt fumble. They should do like a a series on Trojan QBs after they... (laughs) What's happened to them? Yep. Pretty much. Um, I'm not buying into the Miami hype. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I haven't seen much from their defense, and I agree with you. I don't think Mike Wallace is going to be the standout receiver that yeah. they think a big free agent signing is going to be. More often than not, those kind of things just don't happen. Where you take a team's number one receiver that you know really great quarterback made them, yeah, and it doesn't turn out too well. Like I don't know. There's, well a, there's a chemistry is. thing there. Like even the best right wide receivers, it's going to take them a year or two to get assimilated in that offense. Like, I don't think Greg Jennings is going to work out that well in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know, Pierre Garçon is, a, I guess, a good weapon in Washington, but that was, you know, taken because he was a great weapon for Indianapolis' offense. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is really funny to watch that. So, I don't know about Miami. I think they'll be middle of the road at best, but unfortunately, I think it is still New England's division. And I do not like the New England Patriots at all. <laughs> However... Tom Brady, Michigan man, like he will make something out of nothing. He's it won't a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, oh well, for sure, yeah, for He's, sure. Yeah. It's not going to be a twelve and four year. I think it's going to be something more along the lines of ten and six, where you mm-hmm. lose, you know, a few more games because of that defense that isn't so strong. But it's just a bad division. Yeah, yeah I think you still got to unfortunately give it to the Patriots. Uh, yeah. finally the. AFC West. Wow, that is uh, certainly another division that is looking a little hairy. One in the none. <laughs> San Diego, not so good. Oakland, they're starting Terrell Pryor, Ohio State Buckeye. Not only that, but they are also <laughs> one of those four terrible teams. Yes, that's right. Their week one starter is Terrell Pryor. Instead of Matt Flynn, who has now gone to two teams as a free agent with significantly sized contracts because of the couple games he played in Green Bay and has not seized the starting position there. So, Hmm. way to go, Matt Flynn from LSU. So, yeah, Terrell Pryor is starting in Oakland of all things, and they have a really, really bad team. Kansas City, you know, Alex Smith just might make a difference there. You have a new regime also in Andy Reid. Uh, I think you've got enough weapons that yeah, there's there's, there. there's some pieces. Yeah. Jamal Charles like was out for most of the year, and he's a really good running back. Now we'll see how uh, he comes back from that injury. Like the, the Green Ellis kid, or no wait, he's not there, is he? There's Ben Jarvis Green Ellis at. Is he still with Cincinnati? I don't know. Good question. I'm not. There was another running back that they drafted the same year as Jamal Charles who. I thought was really good, and they were using him like special teams or something. Oh, is that Dexter McCluster? Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's more of yeah special teams, and I think of a more of a slot wide receiver. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's speedy too. Yeah. Uh, and then the defense, you know, you're starting to get some pieces there as well. Old Miss Rebel. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll be better than the the crap fest of San Diego and Oakland. God, San Diego. <laughs> oh, what to say there? What happened to Philip Rivers? What, didn't they always used to say like 
flipped a switch or what did they used to say? <laughs> lights out. There you go. <laughs> Just turn the lights out. Chargers. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Manti Teo's team now. Good luck there. Don't got another it. fake girlfriend. You can't pass that up. Like that's that's ridiculous, Manti Teo. Um, but I think it is Denver's division. I mean, <laughs> yes, granted, they did lose Elvis Doomerville. Uh, then you do have Von Miller gone for the first six games. Mm. I don't think it's going to matter. No. I think this division is one of the worst in the NFL. And I think Peyton yeah. Manning and Wes Welker, the time they're spending in the offseason, it might be a case of you know outscoring the defense for a little bit, but... By the end of it, I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. And Denver, I I like the Broncos this year. Congrats, AFC West, for inflating Peyton Manning's numbers so much this year. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, it, just like you said, I don't really like anybody in the division besides Denver. Um, I think this is going to give them really good seating in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The fact that... You know, they get to play some of these, you know, you know, you get two games against some of these teams and it's just like giving you two wins. Um, you know, second best team, definitely Kansas City, um, because I cannot say much at all. I cannot tell you very much at all about San, San Diego or Oakland this year. Really didn't follow them because I didn't think they'd do anything the offseason. They really haven't. So mm-hmm. good job for. Ryan Matthews is probably going to get hurt again. Just saying. Oh, Disappointing fantasy owners Somebody everywhere. Get him out of there. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've got, got Denver winning this division. That's all, right. all I need to say. AFC playoff seeding. Here we go. Last year, it was Denver with the top seed, then New mm-hmm. England, then Houston. Baltimore Ravens, Indianapolis Colts, and Cincinnati Bengals. So again, we've you know picked these separately. We don't know what each other has picked until now. Joel, your AFC playoff seating for this year. I've got Denver at number one. Um, you know, good team, um, but also really bad division. Um, then I've got Houston at number two. Um, I just like uh, – I, I think that they're going to be good enough on defense and really good on offense. So they'll win a lot of games. Um, I got Cincinnati at number three. Um, mainly because I think they're going to have a better record than New England, who's my number four. And then um, Indianapolis – it's my five seed. And then <laughs> Pittsburgh's my six seed. All right. The Steelers making the playoffs. <laughs> I'm surprised you got the Colts in there still. That's interesting. Well, that six seed was kind of despite another team. But <laughs> well, we'll see about that team as I have my six here. I have Denver followed by Houston and New England. And Cincinnati. I do have Baltimore still making the playoffs mm-hmm. at the five seed. And then I've got the Kansas City Chiefs hey. sneaking in as the number six seed. 
and they're gonna they're gonna go all the way. <laughs> Not likely, but I think Alex Smith was treated a little roughly in San Francisco. I think he he's has, gonna he's, he's gonna show them they were wrong. Exactly. So we'll see how right that is. <laughs> the coach of the year, I've got Chip Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he makes enough of a splash that you know for what is normally a really boring award. I think you know that kind of you know new life kind of into an offensive scheme and you know taking teams by surprise. You know having Philadelphia as I probably incorrectly would predict make the playoffs. Watch me halfway through the year. I'm gonna hate the Eagles again. But I've got Chip Kelly as the coach of the year. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, yeah, definitely. If they have a good year, I mean, which not many people are predicting, so I'd, I'd pick him too. Um, I've got Pete Carroll. I think if he can lead them, if he can lead the Seahawks to, you know, a top seed or maybe a top two seed or something and to and, and into the playoffs again, um, that he definitely deserves it. Um I don't like it it seems like it was kind of a quick turnaround. Yeah. For how how good they got in the short amount of time that he's been there. Um and I, it also shows that it pays dividends to maybe you know get away from the NFL for a while and then come back because the last time he was in the NFL things did not work out very well at all. AKA um, escape penalties at USC, but Yeah. No. <laughs> um but yeah, I, it ju- it definitely seems like he's uh, got that team where he he wants it to be and everything. Especially after being in, around college so long, like it kind of takes a while to get adjusted. But um, I like what he's doing there. Yeah, it helps that bond with the younger players. It's a good pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about your offensive rookie of the year? I've got Mr. Tavon Austin for that. Um, I think it's I think what helps him more than anything is the fact that. Uh, he can do a lot of work in special teams, um, you know. So for whatever, you know, whenever he's not out there on offense, he can be gaining extra yardage on special teams. And I, I think they changed the way that they're doing the Pro Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to have like special teams players. It's going to have captains and a draft and yeah. all that stuff. So yeah. he might not be able to make something like that, but um, I, I think that he creates uh, enough of a matchup problem out there on the field that, you know, he gets enough yards this year, at least more than the rest of the rookies out there. So, so I got him. Well, you will either be pleased to know or displeased because of jinxes to know that I have Tavon Austin as well. Um, and it's not necessarily because that he's going to light up the league and do fantastic things. I think he'll be, you know, a good contribution and yeah. you know, make enough plays for the Rams. However, if you think about it, who else is there really in this offensive draft class? Yeah. Do I think Geno Smith is going to light up the Jets? You look at, like, you, especially you look at how things were drafted mm-hmm. this year. If you look at the, uh, what was it, the top ten, he was, wasn't he the only offensive like uh, playmaker, it was pretty picked. much. And you also have EJ Manuel for the Bills, and, and yeah, do I think he's going to make that much of a difference. No, and especially now. I mean, for a while there, it looked like you know things could be okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but you know, now with the injury, I think it's just slowed down his reps, his practice, everything. I don't. I think it's gonna be hard to recover into the season. So, so it's probably a jinx. But I think overall, West Virginia fans will be happy that we both got. I mean, Tavon Austin there is our rookie of the year. I, just some insight. I was looking up what a lot of the people were saying when they were watching his practices. Nobody on their team can cover him. Mm. So, and apparently they've got a few good corners. So, I don't know. Will be fun to watch. Yeah. Most valuable player, I have Peyton Manning. Uh, I think you know Denver is going to have that impressive a year. Also with Wes Welker. Uh, you know, the higher seeding in the playoffs is going to help, you know, kind of get that notability, and he's been there before. It's, I think it's going to look impressive. Um, I got a hunch with Peyton Manning having a big year. You know, he's got, he's got a few more left in the tank, but this is one of the big ones. If he wants a chance to, uh, you know, you know, make a, a big stand here. Yeah. So Peyton Manning for MVP for me. Um, well, I don't know if it's a jinx, <laughs> but um, I've got Peyton Manning as well. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. Um, Can't make this stuff up, people. No. <laughs> um, and I mean, you know, probably a lot of people out there have picked him. It's probably a pretty reliable pick. Um, you know, go with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, and he's going to have a good team. He's not in a very good division, uh, you know. You go up against a lot of teams that might not have very good defenses. I think he's going to have pretty good numbers. Um, and, you know, good numbers, good season, good seeding in the playoffs. So, yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't want to give it to him. Especially if you think that, you know, a lot of the people who are usually his competitors are not going to have as good of a year. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Tom Brady. He's gonna have to put up crazy numbers for that team to have a good, like a really good record. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he does that, then maybe he will. But I, I just don't think he's going to get his team to the same level that the Broncos are. Well, I agree. So, usually, when you have an MVP season, it's because your team's also good. Yep. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I agree. So we got <laughs> the Super Bowl. The winner of the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP. Now, guys, you got to stress, we have to pick these before we do not communicate our picks to each other. I've got a feeling we've got some pretty similar stuff going <laughs> down here. I'll go first. Out of the AFC, I have the Denver Broncos making mm-hmm. it to the Super Bowl. Out of the NFC... I have the reversal of fortunes from the NFC West. I have the Seattle Seahawks making it to the Super Bowl. I have the Denver Broncos winning the Super Bowl this year. And for shits and giggles, I have Wes Welker winning the Super Bowl MVP. Now let's hear what you've picked, Joel. And gosh, I've got a feeling it's pretty similar. Yeah, um, yeah. I've also got the Seahawks coming out of the NFC, and the Broncos coming out of the AFC. No kidding. Uh. <laughs> um, but I've got Russell Wilson winning the MVP. Thank goodness. <laughs> and the Seahawks upsetting the Broncos because that would clearly be an upset. 
Um, even if the NFC is overall better, I think that's an upset. So, um, go for it. Be the next big thing, kid. I feel so much better that it's not completely the same. <laughs> no, and and I, it's not like I didn't change it or anything either. Like, no, I wasn't like, oh, I gotta be different. Well, of course, no, I <laughs> definitely, I, I totally understand, but. No, this has happened a few times before on the show. We kind of think alike in certain ways. We had, yes, the Tigers doing really well yeah. last year in the World Series, and that happened. It's, I think, you know, it's definitely because, you know, I, I look at, I know I definitely look at a few things experts say, or at least people that say they're experts, and kind of to try and get, it's really hard to get an idea of how the season's going to go for everybody out there. And I'm sure that we will be really wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> about it somehow. Crazy things happen in the NFL. Yeah, we're gonna, the. I mean, he might be right about the Eagles being the playoffs, but they'll they might be in the Super Bowl or something crazy. You like never that. know. Yeah, <laughs> it will be like what what was last year? Come on, like this is the greatest turnaround in NFL history. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think at this point in the season, what we think since we had. All of our division winners were the same except for that NFC West. Yeah. And you know, I had San Francisco, you had Seattle, but I think it's close enough that even if they meet in the playoffs, I think Seattle's got a good chance to upset them. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. I had them moving on to the and Super it, Bowl. Yeah, it was t- it's really like that division's really tough. It was tough for me to pick one over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I it, it very well could be San Francisco. I think uh that that division would be tough for if you put any of these other teams in that division with them, a lot of them wouldn't make it out mm. of that division. So um, that just means that we'll get to see really good games during the regular season. All right, for sure. Well, we'll have our episode 37 of Down the Sidelines coming up within this week, within the next couple days. We will have our predictions against the spread for week one of the NFL season, as well as week two of the college football season. We'll get our impressions on your takeaways from week one of college football and more Uh, for more information, because we are part of the show me your news network at show You can check us out at show slash forum, where we have our fan forums there, the down the sidelines section. You can check out that section of the forums. We have threads on how to participate in our, game that lasts the whole football season where you simply make picks against the spread. It doesn't take that much knowledge of football, but it's a lot of fun to participate and compete against fellow Sminjas, members of the Show Me Your News community. Uh, Gosh, it's going to be a really fun NFL season. Mm -hmm. I think we still have to get Red Zone this year because that was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. last year. If you've never done that, something I highly recommend. Another thing I recommend... Over at Deadspin.com, the Gawker Network blog for sports, Deadspin has their feature of Why Your Team Sucks 2013. Mm-hmm. Why Your Team Sucks. And uh, fantastic reads on each of the teams. And they still have the NFC East left, but right now they have every other team. Basically a breakdown of, you know, meant to cater to those who are not fans of the team they are writing about, which is most of the league. Yeah. And then it's it's basically you know ripping each team in their you know own specific feature, and more often than not they're right. So highly entertaining read if you enjoy the NFL, if you know a little bit about 
the NFL. If you're you know partial to one team, yeah, give your team's feature a read. It's it a good be... way to maybe if you don't have a team you hate yet, um, start hating one. It's, it's a pretty good eye opener <laughs> for a lot of teams in the National Football League. Anything else you want to add? Um, no, just um, you know, log on to the forums and find out about how to play. Um, you know, we're always looking for new members, and it's a really friendly place. So. You can even watch our little trailer, the video yeah. that you made for us for Down the Sidelines. It's, it's pretty helpful explanation of how we do things on this mm-hmm. show of the predictive element of sports. Anyway, with that, I'm Peter. And I'm Joel. Hope you enjoy the week in sports. Have a good one.